Hey, Brian, what's a, uh, what's a song you don't want to get stuck in your head? Anything by Poison. That's a fair point. But here's some songs you do want to get stuck in your head this week on Animation Destination. Destination Podcast, an animation celebration podcast. I'm your host, resident cartoon junkie, Brandon Jones, and I'm here with Brian Jones. What's up? My brother, back on the show again. Uh, back from St. Louis? Back from St. Louis. We just went to a trip to St. Louis. It was a blast. We saw the, the city museum. We saw the zoo. We saw a bunch of games at the at, Card- at Bush Stadium, some Cardinals games. It was a blast. It was good. It was good times. Uh, <laughs> but we're back, um, and we're recording a podcast on uh, our favorite uh, opening title sequences for animation and stuff. We've had this in our heads for a while, I think. I think we compiled this list like two a, years ago. A, a long time ago. Things have changed Maybe since then. Maybe longer. I think so. Th- things have changed since then. Some new stuff has come out that I've like kind of like uh, put in there and like, oh, I kind of really enjoy that. So yeah. some things have shifted since then because it was years ago when we did that. Yeah, I um, also don't know exactly yeah. what's on your list. Yes, exactly. I mean, so. I have a feeling it's going to be very similar to the one we had before. But... Right. Yeah, it'll have its similarities. There's some, there's some, uh, there's some uh, ducks and some forks in the road there, though that I, that I that I put in there. So uh, some new stuff came out and it was good. So I wanted to put it in. Uh, but yeah, so we're gonna cover that. And basically, that means not just the songs. I mean title sequences. So that means yes, the the the, anim, the quality of the animation, animation the, 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 with the, the flow of it, the how well it goes the with the song. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all that just sort of coincides. So, you know, there's some you might think that aren't on here, but maybe for a reason they don't flow that well or all they use is like stock footage or, you know, stuff like that. So, you yeah, know. I'm trying to think of one right off hand where uh, I really like, yeah, like, I really love the Superman animated Superman? series yeah. song. Sure, yeah, yeah. I really love the music. It's kind of the yeah. sort, sort of John Williams ish. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but the the sequence isn't great. No, the sequence isn't great. It's it's all just, just a sort couple of like, clips from the show, yeah, and it's but, and it's edited fine. But right. it, it it would never make this list. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. My favorite one of that whole genre is the Batman Superman Adventures, and that's the one no one remembers. That, that is that a mi- really good that one. mix of Batman and Superman. But and yes, it, it just sort of has this like. Uh, I do like the the opening, but it didn't. I don't. It it might not have made my list. I'm not spoiling. So <laughs> I'm not spoiling. It might not have made my list, but uh, no. Uh, so we're talking all that stuff. How it all conglomerates together, and what what makes a good opening title sequence entirely, not just a song. So you might not see Ducktales on here because it's all just a bunch of clips of the show. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, exactly. Ducktales, yeah, great Duck-tales. song, great song, fantastically. Phenomenal. Yeah. memorable song yeah but it's yeah the title sequences is okay is all right yeah it's not it's it's not uh the best uh the new one's actually quite good uh the for the new show it's actually quite good so, only if david yeah. Tennant's singing uh he's not <laughs> as, uh, I, I like the new i love that uh reveal oh. though oh yeah it was the best reveal ever it was <laughs> phenomenal um but uh before we get into that let's get on to our animation recommendation uh overwatch has a new trailer out uh doomfist Doomfist has finally been unveiled. This is a character they have been uh, hinting at since 
day one of Overwatch. Since the first trailer, there was the big giant fist in the exhibit that uh, Widow and Reaper were trying to steal, that Tracer and Winston were trying to prevent, and that was Doomfist's fist. <laughs> so, so now Doomfist has finally revealed himself. Uh, he has apparently, I don't know, within the context of the story... The story is always weird from the gameplay because the gameplay is just shoot the other team, but yes. <laughs> yeah, or protect this area or move the cargo ba- the cargo thing. But, uh, but uh, in the story, the story is always supplemented by these animated shorts uh, that come out. Really well produced animated shorts. Very well produced animated. We shorts. We need a movie. We do. We need a movie <laughs> sorely. But this one is not computer generated from uh, you know from Blizzard. Uh, right. This is uh, uh, animated. Uh, from another studio. I don't know what studio it is. I've, I haven't gathered all that I was just going to ask you who did it, because I, I really, the animation's yeah, great. It's super good. I, I don't know where they farm this one out to, but it's really great. I love it, but it's just got Doomfist, and he's over-narrating himself with this awesome African accent, uh, talking about, uh, war is the crucible that, ever, you know, <laughs> that involves us, you know, stuff like that. It's really cool. He's like this real like war-torn kind of dude that just wants to fight and he's got a big old <laughs> robot fist, and you're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he fights Genji, Genji Tracer, and Winston, and Winston, and, and, the, and it's yeah, it's, it's super cool. It's really cool. You get to see Genji in action. Only in a couple life. minutes, but it's yeah. it's really cool. Yeah. It's two minutes long, and that's that's paraphrased with him like basically punching his way out of prison without the doom <laughs> fist. He's literally punching in a wall with uh, his bare hand, which is insane. Uh, but yeah, it's super cool, and I can't wait. For, like, I I can't wait for more of these things. Like, I don't play Overwatch. I feel like I should because I'm so <laughs> invested in like all the animated stories. <laughs> well, they're so well done. And they are. Blizzard just doesn't make bad games. No, they don't. They, so, they, they, they don't. I have lots of friends that play Overwatch. Oh yeah, oh, fairly yeah. competitively. Same here. Same here. And you know, it's it's one of those games. I just I don't get into newer games at all right yeah yeah it's harder for me at too. all yeah. I, I mean I, I play my retro games yeah. I play my my yeah. old, my, I, my old NES NES games right stuff like that I play those all the time and uh, I, I I I should probably get into newer games like Breath Maybe. of the Wild Overwatch things like that yeah. they look like a blast I just I just right. never play them yeah, and the thing is, like, like there's not like I only play. I've only ever played like really one Blizzard title, and that's Starcraft. Starcraft, that's yep. like my favorite, and I love that game. Um, but like, I've you were really good played, at that game back in the day. Not very. I was. <laughs> I was okay. I was. I wasn't like Korean or anything. So, <laughs> Korean good is another still, level. Who still play it to this day? By the way, they still play that thing. It's they insane. still play it yeah. in giant arenas yes. with eighty thousand fans. Yes. They're, they're, yeah, there, there are several people who have died playing that game, which is just insane in Korea. So South Korea. So, um, but anyway, uh, yeah, no, no video games in North Korea. Yeah, but there's no, um, <laughs> but there's no like, like, there's no like, like technically, I can't fault any game of Blizzard. Like, it's all like super well polished. Like I said they and, make good games. Yeah, and I've never really, ca- and I love the aesthetic of this game. Of this game, I, I, I never really cared much like about the aesthetic of StarCraft. It's okay, but the right. gameplay is what sucked me in, and just the different types of units. But, well, the, but the the like the aesthetic, the aesthetic of World of Warcraft is beautiful, but it doesn't really appeal to me either. I just don't, like, it just seems sort of... There's a little bit difference of, like, genericism from, like, Tolkien. Like, they have, like, the, the, the Hearthstone kind of symbols and stuff that they yeah. have. Like, it's got its own look, but this is just oh, awesome. The Overwatch like, character design is just so good. <laughs> it's so it, awesome. It's, it's so good. All the characters are unique. They yeah. all have 
different personalities. Yeah. They have different expelled by look. their look. Like yes. you know exactly what they're person by yeah. just looking at. They're, like, they're oh, very well designed. Got it. Yeah, it's like it's super cool. So uh, yeah, I, I love it, and I, I want more of these. More of these need to be pumped out. Like keep throwing them. Keep just keep throwing them at the. I don't even care if it's introducing a new character. Like just do something else. Like I don't care. Like I said, animated um, movie. Yeah, yeah. that would be. Yeah, we need an, an Overwatch animated movie, an animated movie, or at least like a, a a set of like of like twenty six ten minute episodes. Like all that's all I care about. Like just give me something. Uh, let's let's get on it, Blizzard. That's that's all I care about. But uh, that's our animation recommendation. On to tune news. Rick and Morty. Oh man! Finally, uh, have a release date for finally, season three. Yes, uh, they had their little marathon uh, on uh, uh, what? What date was that marathon on? On June 29th, they had a marathon on Adult Swim, and uh, it, it, they revealed the the new trailer on that day. Uh, they had a little sit down talk with Dan Harmon and Justin Roiland, and they unveiled the trailer and said that the new season will be out July 30th of this year. So almost two years to the day. Of the f- of the season two premiere, like because <laughs> uh, I think that premiered on like June July twenty seventh of last year or, or two years ago of twenty fifteen. Good lord, it's been that long since Rick and Morty <laughs> hasn't been on. Well, what's and funny it's... is I I just uh, binge watched the second season, which I had not yes. watched, mm-hmm. and yeah. uh, my friend Jamal did the same thing. Yeah, so and and that was just a few months ago, so <laughs> I haven't been missing it as long as right. you have. Yeah, it's been too. <laughs> Well, it's funny because like people have been all like like because you know lots of people haven't experienced this before. Everybody's like, "Oh, Rick and Morty, where's it gonna be?" And I'm just like, "Look, dude, I watch Venture Brothers. Like that's <laughs> that's two years between was... eight episodes. That's two and a half years between eight episodes every season." Um, and uh, so I was kind of, but it was a bit harsh because Rick and Morty at the time was like one of my favorite shows. Right, so. and also if you watch a lot of anime, sometimes yeah. it takes forever to get that stuff imported. Oh, yeah. sometimes it takes just forever for them to get stuff out. Speaking of, uh, Attack on Titan, <laughs> right? Uh, season two took four years to get out, which is insane. Uh, and season two has since wrapped up uh, quickly. It only had 12 episodes in season two, and people kind of like were kind of flew into a panic. Uh, <laughs> like, although a lot was revealed in season two, uh, but uh, it, it, it was, it was short lived. However, uh, Funimation and uh, the studios have confirmed that spring of 2018, season three will come on. So we'll, we'll start up. So uh, just a couple months, uh, probably the April uh, run, I would imagine. Uh, so about April of 2018, we'll get some Attack on Titan again. So uh, rejoice, everyone. We're not, we're not going to have to wait two years before we get that again, uh, which is uh, pretty great. Adult Swim uh, released the new FLCL Season 2 and 3, Furikuri Seasons 2 and 3 on Adult Swim. Uh, it was revealed at Anime Expo this past weekend, and it looks pretty great. <laughs> like, I have no idea I, what this is. Uh, FLCL was a six-part miniseries that aired uh, in Japan and later on Adult Swim uh, years ago. I mean, like, literally, I think I was still living with Mom and Dad. When this thing first, oh, oh yeah, it was that old, yeah. Uh, I, I think like fifteen years ago, <laughs> yeah. It was, I think it was the last year it aired. I think maybe the because I was in high school when it first aired. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I was in high school when it first aired for sure. Um, yeah, I, I think it was my junior year of high school. I want to say. Uh, wow. That that's when this thing aired, and it it's it's been a hit ever since. It has this great soundtrack, um, but it's all about this alien girl kind of 
uh, finding this kid in a rural Japanese town and putting a portal into his head. And so giant robots would come out of his head. And it's all a big... It's really weird. It's really innuendoed. Like, very innuendoed in a lot of ways. And the whole thing is just a sort of parable for puberty and hmm. growing up. So it's... Okay. It's really bizarre. It's really weird. It's done by stu- it was done by Studio Gaiman, which is now Studio Trigger. And uh, I, I don't know if Trigger is producing any of these right hmm. now. But Trigger did Kill a Kill... Uh, Little Witch Academia, lots of stuff nowadays. Got but, it. Um, but it's it looks pretty great. I mean that that show is really wacky and really weird. Very like sci-fi. Like if if David Lynch did a did a did a sci-fi anime, that's what, <laughs> that's what it would be. It would be FLCL. It would be Furikuri. Um, but it looks really good, so I'm I'm stoked, and uh, it'll be simulcast on uh, you know Japanese and. American stuff uh, for Adult Swim and everything, so super cool. Uh, can't wait for that. Uh, Godzilla anime uh, finally happening, which is weird. I, I can't <laughs> believe this didn't exist 30 years ago. It's very bizarre, right? Um, it, it's it's weird that it's never gotten that treatment. Apparently Toei was very, they were very um, uh, adamant for a long time about how he should appear, and he should only appear within the like context and the confines of... You know, the, uh, uh, in Japan, there's con- a, except for the in, terrible in Japan, American yeah, ones with Godzuki, yeah. right? But the, 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 that was just licensing things out. It was over in America. It didn't matter. The stuff that appeared in Japan, like had he was very adamant that it had to. They be were very rubber, picky. It had to be the yeah. rubber suit. It had to be this. This had to be Godzilla. Um, but even though that changed like a thousand times too, because right. he'd like have weird googly eyes when he was a face and then he'd turn heel every 10 years, he'd like go back to being a heel and then have to fight another monster. But he was very adamant that it had to be like the puppetry and that sort of uh, thing. But now I guess they've laxed on that. And, uh, so, uh, they've got, um, at the end, some by the same studio that did, uh, oof, what is that Netflix show? I forget what it's called, but it's a sort of like pseudo anime, but also 3D CGI, uh, uh, cell shaded look. Um, okay. So yeah, uh, there's a few on, there's a few that look like that on Netflix. Uh, you guys know what I'm talking about. I never really watched it, so. Uh, go check that out. It looks really cool. Godzilla's barely shown in it, but he looks pretty rad. He looks very similar to the American version, actually. Uh, shockingly so. Even though this is an entire... Which American version? The new one. The new American okay, version. Okay, the Brian yes. Cranston, yeah, the Ken Brian, Watanabe. Yes. The, okay. The, the current uh, version of Godzilla in American cinema. I found that movie very boring. Yeah, it was it was very boring. I'm, I'm actually stoked for the sequel, because, like, he's gonna actually fight stuff, and that, that'll be good. More, yeah. than, more than, like, you know, five minutes of it. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I imagine if he's going to be fighting King Ghidorah and Rodan, and I think Mothra's in it, like, it's like, yeah. surely we're going to get, like, more fights and more screen time for Godzilla. Yeah. I, t- um, I just thought it was weird. Like, I was really looking forward to that movie, yeah, and I just yeah. found it dull. Yeah. I mean, there, there were parts of it that I thought were okay. Um, I mean, it's a but, well-made movie. Right. Yeah. I mean, plenty of well-made movies that are that are dull and boring. Right. You know, it's true. Uh, but yeah, pretty, uh, pretty cool that that's getting made. So, uh, I think that's it for tune. Oh, uh, Bleach is getting a live action movie and Hmm. they have the first look of it. Uh, go check that out if you want. I don't care about this except maybe it will spark interest to bring the anime back. Uh, otherwise I'm just going to read the manga and be done with it (laughs) because I need to, I need to finish off Bleach. It's, uh, it's sad that I haven't finished that off because it's one of my... 
favorite animes from back in the day, but now I'm just sort of uh, over it. So it sucks. <laughs> I'm over it. <laughs> I don't I don't like being over it, but that's just what happened. Um, but that's going to do it for Tune News, which brings us to our ad break of the day. Go listen to this ad break. I don't know what it is yet. Uh, figure it out. <laughs> just, I, it's whatever's in my cycle. I don't know. Hey, listeners, this is Joe. And Will. From Common Creatives. We're a new podcast on the DNN that explores the place of creativity in the lives of artists, musicians, comedians, filmmakers, and creators of all kinds. This show lets us indulge our curiosity about why and how people satisfy their urges to make and create new things. So check out Common Creatives on iTunes, Stitcher, and at DestinationComics.com. Boy, what an ad break that was. Uh, great ad break for that thing that happened. So uh, <laughs> that thing that's going on. Either shop at that store or listen to that podcast. That's the audio magic that happens on this show. <laughs> it's, it's perfect, man. But that team brings us into our topic of the day, which is top title sequences, top ten title sequences. My top ten, at least, Um I have a top ten all written out, and uh, some from Brian, too. Unless you have a full top ten. I have no idea if you're not. If you have I have some, a feeling mine are the same, because we made this list we did, a while ago. Again, so there may be some others that I, changed, that I feel like you overlooked. Yeah, I changed some out here. I changed some out because I, I had other ideas. Um, my number ten, uh, and honestly, this is just a nostalgic thing for me. I actually don't think this is of the highest of quality. Uh, but it's ingrained into my brain as uh, something that's wonderful, and I love it. Uh, and that is Hanna-Barbera's World of Super Adventure. <laughs> I love this one. <laughs> it's so good. It It's just a, a big, crazy uh, 80s score with this narrator speaking over it. Uh, and it's a bunch of clips of all these different Hanna-Barbera cartoons that kind of flying at you. A lot of you. heavy drums in this. A lot of heavy drums. The the, the voiceover guy is like super... De- Hanna-Barbera's World of Super Adventure! <laughs> and it... It's just like it's for, for people that don't know. Yeah. Anna Barbera's World of Super Adventure. Yes, was a Saturday morning uh, uh, cartoons block. Block is a conglomeration of and older it, cartoons yeah, that were brought it, on the eighties. Yeah, it was like it was yeah. Mitor, Mitor, uh, Impossibles, Frankenstein Junior, Moby Dick, Moby Dick, <laughs> uh, Space Ghost. Birdman and Galaxy Trio and the Hercules and Herculoids and Fantastic Four. So yeah, so nine. That's right. Nine Hanna Barbera cartoons were in this. This we're probably block. missing one. No, I think that's it. I think it's the nine. Yeah. So because it, it was because all the rest were paired, and then you had the one that was half an hour, which was Fantastic Four. Yes. It was the only one that was half an hour. The rest were paired together. Oh, Dino Boy, Dino Boy, Dino no, Boy. That's, that's right. Yes. It was ten. Yeah, that's what it was. It was ten. So yeah, uh, <laughs> like. So it was really cool. This thing, <laughs> like, I can't. Uh, I. It's hard for me to describe it. Go on YouTube and check it out because it's just like this really bassy drum. But just the way the guy describes the action you're about to watch is like the coolest thing ever. It's <laughs> just like it's. It, it just he's all for, like, for an eight year old boy, right? Uh, all this alliteration flying pretty. At you. 
Yeah, pretty intense. Exactly. It, gets, it definitely fun- gets you ready to watch. The most fantastical, phenomenal stars world the world has ever assembled. Like, just like, ah, this is crazy. You know, and it, it was just a big block of like all my favorite stuff, Herculoids, Impossibles, like stuff that I just adore. And I have not done a podcast about yet, which is wrong. So that's got to happen. We should, Hanna-Barbera would be a good topic. Hanna-Barbera would be a great topic. I would love to get Aaron on and, and, we, should, and we should just talk about all that. So be a good time because there's a lot to cover actually <laughs> but like uh but yeah i think it would be really good i would um, love to see a modern remake of the impossibles uh, it would be so good they did uh in future quest which was yeah, really quite good in the comic and, uh, future quest was phenomenal i absolutely loved it because what they did was they they made them an actual tv show like they were actually guys that were a yeah. tv show and then they get they got the powers like yeah. they actually had powers but their 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 whole like uh, cover was that they were on this TV show, but they yeah. actually had superpowers. It was pretty great. Makes uh, sense. Yeah, it, it was really cool. Best and, place to hide, right yeah, out in the open. They, they all looked like them. They even added like another character onto it because why not? Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but it was really cool. Like I, but if I redid it, I would still make them a band. Like I would still be their cover. Oh yeah, They'd for still sure. Be a band. <laughs> like that be explains how they can travel around anywhere. Exactly. Yeah, they yeah. have all this money. Yeah, like, exactly. They, be great. Uh, my number nine, my number nine, uh, this one's not great, (laughs) Okay, but it's the greatest theme on the face of the planet, and I love it, Defenders of the Earth. Oh my god. (laughs) Play the song. I can't, of course. Defenders of the Earth. Defenders. Out of the sky, his rockets ignite, jets into battle, flying faster than light. Flash Gordon. Lord of the jungle, the hero who stalks. The beasts call him brother, the ghost to war. Defenders of the earth. Defenders. Master of magic, spells, and illusion. Enemies crumble in fear and confusion. And drink. Defenders of the earth. Defenders. His strength is a legend, his skills conquer all. Armed with his power, we never will fall. No Defenders of the Earth. Defenders. With our new young heroes, proving their worth. Four become eight, defending the Earth. Defenders of the Earth. Defenders. Defenders of the Earth. And that's Defenders of the Earth. Um, it's not a great opening. Knock it off. It's phenomenal. This opening. It's not a great opening. It's not because it's all just a bunch of clips. Uh, but I, I have to include it. The song's great and it sounds like Jack Black. It sounds exactly like Jack Black. It's so good. It's the same guy that did Pride of the X-Men opener. Yeah, you told me that. I found this out. You told me. like, X-Men, X-Men, that guy, like, he did this. And I'm just like, this guy's (laughs) epic. This guy's amazing. (laughs) He must have just done tons of TV things. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he just must have done tons of stuff. But he sounds exactly like Jack Black. It's terrifying. Um, but, uh, yeah, I had to put this on here. Um, it's... Probably not my real pick. Uh, <laughs> my my real number nine. Uh, my real number nine would probably go to Batman Superman Adventures. Like that. Okay. It, it sort of hit my head, and I'm like, yeah, because not only is that one like I love Batman. I love Batman the main series opening. I think it's phenomenal. Um, there's just some like for some reason when they finally combine those two those two shows. Because I always watch Batman the main series, and I watched the the Superman show. It's like, oh, it's been the same guys. It's gonna be great. And then when they combined the two, and you had the new season of Batman that was all the more yes. angular version, uh, and then they they did the world's finest thing, 
and that opening sequence of like you know dun 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 dun, dun and then yeah. it's just like oh man this is awesome because it has a little bit of Batman, a little bit of Superman, a uh, little bit of Robin, a little bit of Lois. Like it just like each person that shows up on the thing, and it is a, a, a conglomeration of clips. But they they mask it over a bunch of like stills and and animations. They, they have they have it, it looks more like the original Batman right. TAS opening with the matte right. painting. It, yeah, it kind of it, it kind of looks like the yeah. matte paintings. Yeah, which you didn't have on the Superman right TAS opening. Exactly. It you just had the clips. Yeah, the, so having that with the Superman uh, yeah. was the Superman silhouette. And right, it was yes. it was great. Yeah. I loved it, it. Yeah, they superimposed the clips over the silhouettes of like Superman flying towards the camera and stuff like that. It was yep. really cool, and it it really it really cemented a lot of uh, of coolness in, in there. So uh, I, I like that one a lot. It was it was really super rad. So that's my uh, that's my pick for for number nine. Uh, my real <laughs> one, Defenders of the Earth. I just had to play. So <laughs> just going to gonna mention it so we I have to, to play it. it. Yeah, because I, I should do a so bad it's good list. Like that's yeah. what I should do, and that and that's where a lot that, of these that would song go. definitely qualifies. And, that, and that's where a lot of these would go. It, it's so bad it's good because it's just awful and it's phenomenal. I love it. Um, just to and, clarify, we are doing Western anime. No yes, anime in yeah, this. Yeah, I apologize. Yes, you're correct. No anime in this one because that can also be its own category. You know, no. So no. Uh, no one punch on the yeah, so yeah. have to get to talk I'll have to talk about one punch man another yeah, time exactly <laughs> yeah because uh, n- none of those like because those uh, I can't you know attack on Titan that would like all three of their openers would fill this list I can't <laughs> like they have three of the best like I the fact that I have to choose one of those probably would go with the first one just because it was the first one but all three are the most patriotic songs for, <laughs> for a country that doesn't exist. Like it's just, it's so good. Like I can't believe it. It's, I love all of them, and uh, everybody should watch it. Um, and but yeah, anime is like kind of a different category because they always animate something that's uh, that's uh, different and cool. And uh, but yeah, so that's that that's we're, we're on Western only. Uh, any 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 interjections here? You think uh, any deviations from what you thought oh, yeah. was happening? Okay. Uh, next up, uh, I I put this one in for a little while ago. Because I remembered it, and I was like, oh yeah, that was a really good opening sequence. Mighty Max. Mighty Max was really good. I don't uh, even remember the opening sequence. Yeah, it was, uh, it was all, it all, it all flowed very, very cool. Because, like, it had this really wicked 90s guitar, right? It was like, wow, no, no, wow, wow. Like, that was kind okay. of the tune. Uh, it, it, but uh, the way, it, the way the episode, the way the, the opening sequence flowed, uh, he has the magic hat. The way the TV, the show works, he has a magic hat that opens up portals into different worlds, yes. um, and the different worlds with the little flip open toys that you had. Yes. So you had like the skull world and the magma world and all that stuff. And he'd go to those places. Uh, so it starts off with the hat just sort of like kind of cycling down. He picks it up, puts it on, and then he immediately gets like shoved into a freaking uh, thing, right? Like into a portal, and then he's, then he like keeps bouncing from world to world doing something crazy and just like keeps cycling through each one and it's uh it's really cool and then it's got norman who's awesome and he's played by bull from night court (laughs) (laughs) and he's chopping heads off because he's a big barbarian dude that's awesome tony J plays virgil his uh his uh chicken wizard yoda character which is that show's weird chicken wizard yoda he is he's like the yoda but he's like a little chicken and he's a little wizard and he's played by tony J. and tony J was amazing and anything mm-hmm. with tony J is super good um but yeah uh that's 
that's uh, Mighty Max. Uh, go go watch that. I'm basically going to just preface this by saying, like, go watch any of these. They're all on YouTube. Like, they're all available. Yeah. Somewhere. Cause the, yeah, they have been archived. They've been Let's archived put it that somewhere. way. That's, that's, you know, that's uh, a certain thing. So I, I, I added this one in, like, uh, I want to say about a year ago. I remember thinking about that one and going, oh, yeah, that one was really cool. And I had to I had to sparse in a thing. I think I took out Batman Animated Series for that one, but... Anyway, I've, I've since uh, abbreviated a lot of these or, or uh, you know, kicked some out. Uh, and this is a brand new one. This is the newest one on the whole list. This is the newest one on the entire list. Gravity Falls. Gravity Falls. Gravity Falls is a fantastic opening. It has a great opening theme. It's f- Not only is it a great tune. It's a great tune. Wonderful animation. Uh, introduces each character like perfectly. It has you know like the you know Mabel doing something hyperactive, mm-hmm. Dipper going through catacombs and getting not by just ghosts. clips of the show, not just clips of the show. Uh, you know it, it introduces all the characters beautifully. They have little little title sequences for each one of their names, but also it's it's full of like one frame codes and yes. secrets, and each each opening sequence has a different one that pops in, and it's like, oh man, this is really cool. So it, it just it's all packed full of the stuff that's in the TV show itself, which is really cool. That that was this is one of the ones I was hoping you had updated yeah. to put on the list because yes. Gravity Falls didn't exist when we made the exactly. list. Exactly, it didn't exist back several then. years ago when we yeah. when we first tried to make this list. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it, it's it's one of my favorites. Yeah, ever. It's, su- it's super great. I, I I instantly fell in love with it when I saw it. Same with the show. Just like the show, I just fell in love with it. I was like, this is great. Um, and I, this is definitely the newest one uh, from uh, all the rest. So that's uh, that's my uh, number seven. My number seven slot goes to Gravity Falls uh, because I have to sneak Gravity Falls in. Wherever I can, because it's one of my favorite shows of all time. Now. But not like Defenders of the Earth. But not like Defenders of the Earth. That I just snuck in because why not? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Next one uh, is all three. Yes, all three of the X Men themes. If you <laughs> don't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> there's of course the the nineties nineties X Men X Men cartoon and nineties Fox X Men. Yes, and you have the. That one. Everybody knows that one in America. That's a great theme. Talk about good intros for characters, right. too. Yeah, oh yeah, beautiful. Ah, absolutely fantastic. Like that that's like that's like the epitome of that. When you're introducing a character, the way that the font's different for each one, and yes. they're all doing a different thing that's showcasing their power, and it's like Ah, uh, and they get they even get like the mutant oppression thing going on and yes. you know, the little the little like fence coming down on Jubilee and like it's just Ah, just good stuff. Good stuff. Uh, my one problem with the opening sequence, it's not really a problem with the opening sequence, more a problem with the show, is the opening sequence has a part where Xavier and Lexman are all lined up, and Magneto and all this Brotherhood of Evil Mutants are lined up, and they all charge each other, and that, like, never happens in the show. They never... <laughs> It's never full team versus full team, like, ever in that show. No. It's, like, maybe a few times, like, Wolverine will fight, like, all the Brotherhood of Evil. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I'm, I liked how they kind of pieced it out, though. They, they would have more cool. ep- episodes focused yeah. on one character or yes, another. Yes, exactly. And you, you'd have, basically, Blob fighting, like... I said, the closest thing we had was actually all of them fighting the Sentinels. Yeah, yeah, that was cool, yeah. Together. Yeah. Right, yeah. That's that, the closest we ever really got to it. Yeah, that was, that was pretty cool. But uh, the closest closest i think was when they fought in dc when it was 
Mystique and the Brotherhood, and they were fighting in DC. Yeah, that, that, that was probably like the, the yeah. But then that was that's only, probably the most characters. Yeah, that was only like three members of the Brotherhood, and then like all the X Men, so they just got trounced. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, but uh, yeah, it just but like Pride of the X Men spoiled me on that because you had like the one on one matchups as they kept going yes. through the asteroid. It's like a video game. <laughs> it was like a video game. It was awesome. It was just like I'll I'll hold them off here. You go ahead. And it's like all right, cool. Like we're gonna keep doing this till it's. Till and I wish Pride of the X Men was a full oh, thing. Man, if it would have been show, so good, it would have been so good. I can't believe how many times the X Men that's so marketable took that long to get a cartoon. Yes. Like, it, it was piloted way back during the 80s, during... Uh, uh, yeah, with Pride. Uh, or, no, yeah, even even earlier in the 80s with um, uh, the same company that did... Or it was Marvel Productions, but like they, they sent, sent out the same studio for... Uh, dang it, what's it called? Spider-Man and His Amazing Friends. Yes. Uh, that studio. They even... We had, did an episode. Yeah, they even had Starfire. Like, she was a mutant. She used to go to the... Which was a completely made-up character... So they made her a member of the X-Men so they could, like, piece the X-Men into this and then do an X-Men cartoon. Always liked Firestar. Yeah, she was cool. And she's a Jones. And she's a Jones. Yeah, Angelica Jones. Uh, but anyway, uh, Joneses are always great. Uh, but no, so, you know, it, it, was, it was just pretty cool. But the the 90s animated uh, opening theme of X-Men was fantastic. And yeah. now, uh, the only other thing that I also want to preface is that there are two... Japanese versions of the, <laughs> I knew this was coming song. up. Now, We've talked about this before. This isn't an anime opener, so it counts. <laughs> it's not for an anime show. It's not for show. an anime it's, show. It's Western animated. It is, it is a Western, yeah. The show is Western animated. However, yes, this, the theme. This whole theme is done. It's these two J-pop songs that they just animated. Like It's this super rad uh, anim, like anime studio just gets a hold of it and just starts like... Oh man, it's so good! Like it, it's clearly got, they were told go nuts. Just go nuts. You like, don't have here, to match anything in the show. Nothing in the show. You the, you don't have to match anything in yeah. physics. Yeah. You don't have right. to match anything the, the, in reality. The only thing just they, go for it. Yeah. The only thing they match is they say it's the Jim Lee '90s X Men. That's it. Yes. So that aesthetic, but. It has characters on there that are barely there, that are featured prominently, like Omega Red. He's in, like, two episodes of that show. Uh, it's like, Is it uh, two? It's like two, yeah. It's, it's like two I thought episodes. it was one. Yeah, well, there's the one where he shows up, and the one where he's on the nuclear sub. Ah, that's, that's right. It. <laughs> that's it. The one it. where he's on the Red October. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that's the only ones. And But then it's got, like, Tusk, who's not in the show at all. Yep. Uh, Cable, who's barely in the show, and he's, like, featured prominently. Isn't like, White Queen in uh, it, too? White Queen's there. And she's not, she's in not, the, not in that show. Not in the 90s show. Oh, she is in that Dark Phoenix saga, when she shows up and uh, does the whole, like, you know, like, uh, making Jean Grey the Black Queen. That's the only thing she's at. Oh, okay, yeah, That's she was in uh, yeah. one episode. Yeah, yeah she was in maybe that, two episodes. Yeah, maybe of two that episodes se- of that sequence. whole sequence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. That's the only thing she was in. Uh, and then, uh, frickin', uh, uh, the, what's it, uh, the sentient or the living island, uh, Krakoa. Krako- yeah. Krakoa, the living island, is in it, and I'm like, Krakoa, really? Like he's not <laughs> in this. Like, like, so it's just crazy. So. I feel like the animators just picked like stuff yeah. they liked in oh, X Men yeah. and threw it in there and oh, didn't yeah. care if it was actually the, in the show. The best part about this whole about those opening sequences, though, because anime loves to do this crap, and it's like the best 
freaking thing is the love triangle between Gene, Wolverine, and Cyclops because it's like framed like an album cover. Yes. Like you got like you got like Scott and Gene, like Scott and Gene who are over here together, not like with each other. They're together. And Wolverine's just off on the other side, gazing <laughs> uh, like, like in the other direction. The bad boy. Like it's just like, ah, oh, it's so cheesy. I love it. Uh, it's so good. The other thing uh, that's really great about those yeah. is bad bad translation. Bad translation. Cry for the moon is uh, <laughs> <laughs> just watch it yeah. you'll you'll find Axe. out <laughs> it's super good uh but yeah i love it it's it's great everybody should go see those things uh they're again available on youtube so uh that's my number six into the top five we're into the top five already uh here we go uh what do you think is in my top five Brian? i'm, I'm not even gonna guess okay cool. i mean i know some of them <laughs> okay cool because uh, yes. they're going to be the same as mine. Yes, uh, there's some of these that are going to be in the top five. Uh, SWAT Cats season two. Yes, <laughs> uh, which is I love the SWAT Cats themes. I love both, both of them. Both of them are great, but season two has the better animation. I, I think two is yeah, two is yeah. better. Yeah, both both are a sequence of like that was created for the, the theme, but two has better animation. Uh, the song is slightly better. Uh, I I. I really need these guys to sell this cartoon to something because they're still trying to. I need the Tremblay Brothers to sell this thing and get a reboot of this show because it's so freaking dope and I love it and it's so metal and it's like, <laughs> it's like the coolest. It really is. It, I love the, they make the villains look so cool in the theme. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doctor Viper, he looks awesome. Like yes. you know, it's like he like turns to the camera and like it zooms in his eyes. The Past Master is cool. Like everybody's just really rad in it. What a great set of... I haven't done a SWAT Cats episode. I need to do that. <laughs> like, a good one. I could do a whole episode of SWAT Cats. I could do a whole episode on every single one of these, actually, because it's super good. Uh, but that's my number five, is SWAT Cats. The Radical Squadron, I should add. Uh, <laughs> SWAT Cats, The Radical Squadron, Season 2. Even though they're not a squadron. They're not a squadron at all. They're just... They're a solo plane. They're a solo plane. Uh, it's not a, a squadron. It's not a squad at all. Um, but yeah. Uh, my number four... Is and I'm probably gonna play this for you actually, Brian, <laughs> uh, because it's super good. Uh, but Wakfu season two opener. Wakfu season two. Yes, Wakfu is a French animated animated show uh, done. I would have uh, immediately thought anime. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's a French animated show. Uh, it was done by uh, Ankama Studios, which has a video game called Dofus. And Wakfu the expansion. Okay. And they did. Is it related to Shackfu? Uh, it is not. Uh, <laughs> But it's basically like their own fantasy world type of thing, and it's, uh, but it's all like different races. It's not like elves and stuff. They actually like okay. name races of some of their okay. own gotcha. ilk and stuff like that. But season two opener, the season one opener is like the the theme is beautiful and wonderful. But it's sort of paced out like a video game. He's like kind of like platforming up, like kind of like Mario, okay. parodying wise, and it's okay. It's pretty good. Uh, the the song is phenomenal. Season two opener is just. Dope, and right. I'm going to tell everybody to pause the episode and go watch that right now because I'm about to show it to Brian, and it's just great. So go watch it.
yeah, you're right. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really good. Uh, you know, you know yeah. it reminds me a yeah. lot of? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm, I'm sure it's going to show up later on the list, so yeah. I'm not oh, going to okay. say it. Yeah. But um, a lot of, like, the 80s, it's very 80s opener. Yeah, it's very 80s opener. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It, that, that's the thing. It, it, it's so, like... I love how it goes to every character. Like it just. Uh, oh yeah, show, it's it great intros. Great intros yeah. for all the characters. Oh yeah, it's beautiful. Like and the other it, thing. It, also, it's an updated version, so you see like uh, uh, Evangeline's the the elf who like cuts her hair off. Yeah, she's like going through a whole thing, and like so she cuts her hair, and it's like ah, it's super good. And, like ah, oh, I love it. I absolutely adore it. <laughs> the other thing, it's another one of my favorite animated openings. Yeah, and it's won't show up on your list because it's right. not from a TV show. Okay, yeah. What is it? Uh, Chrono Cross. Oh, yeah. Okay. On PlayStation. Yes, I know the, the one you're talking uh, about. The, yeah. not, the not sequel to Chrono Trigger. Yes, the not um, sequel, sort of spiritual sequel to Chrono Trigger. It, yes, yes, it was never intended to be. Right. Uh, but it was marketed that way. Yes. And I love the game. I actually right. really like the game. Right. Uh, anyway, but it right. is very, it, it's very similar. You pick up the party members and stuff like that, but the, sure. the opening to that, yeah, which yeah. is on YouTube, go it's watch it. It's on YouTube, yeah. Uh, the song's amazing. Yeah, the, that's a good point. It's, yeah. The song's amazing. The yeah. clips are amazing. It is, yeah. it is clips from the cutscenes in the game. Right, yeah. Uh, but they're just so well done. Yeah, yeah. Music's fantastic, just yeah. like the original Chrono Trigger. Yeah, yeah. Um, I always heard a spiritual sequel to, to Chrono Trigger, but it had no actual connection to the Chrono Trigger line. So Right, that's what I thought uh, yeah. originally, or even right. the Japanese version. Yeah. I don't even think it's called Chrono Cross. I right. think it has yeah. something, I think it's named something different. Right, And yeah. it's not related, and they just kind of made it related. Yeah, yeah. Just for marketing purposes. Right. But uh, you Both are, games amazing. Yeah, but you are correct. It is not on this list, because it is not uh, an animated yeah. opening. Well, it is an animated opening, but not for an animated show. You get what we're saying here. You get it. They get it. We're fine. <laughs> Uh, number three, uh, this one stayed intact. Number three, Cyber Six yes. stayed on the sucker because it's the most melodramatic, freaking super sad, super rad opening ever. This is this is one of the cases where you go where we've been saying it a lot is yeah. just clips of the show, right? It, it shouldn't just be clips of the show, right. except that Cyber Six is one of the most beautifully animated <laughs> things ever put on celluloid. Yeah. The thirteen episodes of this show are so well animated from front to back. It's amazing. <laughs> Shows don't keep quality like that. No. Even really good ones. Yeah. Especially not European. Have quality drop off. Especially not European ones. Yes. Like like it just like sometimes a show like typically it's Toei animation. Uh, but even like even like Madhouse. Like Madhouse, yeah. which has beautiful animations, they supplement that with scenes in which you know, characters aren't moving all that often because they talk. They're just talking. That's right. how anime works. They, they 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 talk a lot. So, but somehow Madhouse manages to budget it out to where they can just have these explosively beautiful animations uh, in Hunter Hunter and uh, Helsing Ultimate. Like just just insanely good stuff. Um, Cyber Six is that is isn't even that way. Like even when they're sitting at a coffee house having coffee. There's it's, so much it's, happening. It's like everyone's like, animated. One thing movement. I can't stand in yeah. animation w- yeah. is when when you have people like at a coffee house or a restaurant, right. or something like that, and there's no one else there. Right? They yeah. just there's no one else in the shot. Right. There's yeah. stuff happening in the background. Right. There's a server walking around. Mm-hmm. There's people yeah. coming in through the door right. in mid conversations, right. and and the and the characters reacting because if you're sitting there talking with somebody, right. and you hear someone walking in the door, you kind of look oh, who came in the door. Right. Exactly. Yeah. They do 
that they do in the that. show. It's ridiculous. Uh, what's his name? How the, well animated this is. What's his name? Uh, Cyber Six's buddy. Uh, uh, I forget his name, but uh, the, the the main the the main male character basically. He's yes. always watching the football game, and so whenever they're having a chat, whenever they're talking, yes, uh, he's always like looking over the game or like cheering something happening the game. Yeah, soccer. Some, something's always yeah, foot, yeah the foosball. Football, uh, but <laughs> we're in America. It's <laughs> yeah. soccer, uh, but yeah, he's always watching the game, and is, so there's always something happening at, at every point, uh, which kind of makes me believe the reason this thing was like uh, canned was because the animation was such a high budget. It had to it be a huge budget. It had to be gigantic, especially since it was made for an American audience, so all the lips matched up. It yes. wasn't just like an anime that, like you know, like because Marathon is a is a French animation company. But the lips don't match up; they just bob up and down, so you can dub it into sure. into a bunch of other stuff. This it's specifically made for American audiences. The lips sync with the with the English dub, uh, and it's it's fantastic. I cannot sing the praises of Cyber Six enough, and I need to make an episode about Cyber Six and have everybody go through and watch Cyber Six. Like everybody, everyone in my audience needs to go and watch that show because it's super. Where cool. can you find it? YouTube. Like, uh, uh, I, I don't like to plug this show all that often unless it's available, something's available elsewhere. Kim Cartoon, uh, on, just go Google Kim Cartoon. It's All episodes are available there. It's also available on YouTube. I think Daily Motion has it. And there's nowhere to buy this. Nowhere to buy it. There's no DVD. Well, there are bootleg DVDs. There's no official DVD release. There's no streaming service that has yeah. this thing. It was on Netflix for, I think, a month. At one oh point, wow! And it was just gone. That and Sky Surfer, uh, uh, Sky Surfer Strike Force, which was <laughs> an amazing '90s cartoon that was just so '90s that I love it to this day. Uh, if you can ever find Sky Surfer Strike Force, I recommend you watch that piece of garbage. It's actually not garbage. It's actually amazingly decent. It's just really toyetic and weird because they're you know like riding on surfboards and. Like it's all like super arsenal stuff, but it's actually kind of GI Joe-ish. Like I mm-hmm. kind of ap- apply it to that. It's like it's cheesy and goofy, but like I don't know, it it, it would entertain a kid. And okay, it's, uh, mm-hmm. I, I enjoy it. It's it's not bad. So Sky Surfer Strike Force. Go and check Cyber that out. Six is a Sa- French. It's French. French, right? yeah, yeah, French animation. Uh, I I don't know what studio did it, uh, but they did it really well. They did it so super well. It was super good, and I love it. Uh, but yeah, and they took out all the all the excessive vampirism and Nazi and Nazism that was in the the comic. So, yeah, <laughs> there's a lot of Nazism in the comic. However, the main evil child, who is also kind of a clone of Hitler, they don't really hide the fact that he's a clone of Hitler because he's always goose stepping and hiling. And I'm like, yeah. that's. For a kid's show, that's... Uh, <laughs> I don't think he ever hiles, but he does goose step everywhere he goes. Yes. And I'm like, that's weird. Yeah, um, he does not... I they, don't think he's Zeke Hiles. They, I, I'm pretty sure he just... They never express... Pretty sure he just yeah. goose steps. They never express, expressly say that he is uh, a clone of Hitler, but he's totally a clone In the of comic, Hitler. they yeah. say he is. In the, right. in the comic, he absolutely is a clone of Hitler. Yeah. Uh, but they never say he is genetically uh, risen from the, <laughs> the clone of Zerfuhrer. Zerfuhrer. Um, but he has the same hair. He's obviously a child, so he doesn't have the mustache, but still. Uh, wow. He's, he's definitely Hitler. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, uh, number two, this also is a late edition because I decided that it counts because it was never theatrically released, so I'm going to go ahead and say it counts. G.I. Joe, the movie. That version of G.I. Joe, Cobra, Cobra! <laughs> the, the, the opening sequence to G.I. Joe the movie 
is one of the most beautifully done things. It's a mini episode. It's a mini episode. It's so good. It's Cobra attacking New York City on Chinese New Year. I don't know. Like <laughs> it looks like Chinese it looks like New Chinese New Year, but it's like but it's in the middle of New York and it's at the Statue of Liberty and Cobra shows up in a giant freaking uh, battleship in the sky and they all parachute down and they're breaking TV cameras and they're just jacking up you know citizens. And then, you know, they're just like, ah, we're Cobra, baby, we're taking and then, over. And then Duke flies in on a jetpack. <laughs> well, Duke fires from the Statue of Liberty's yeah, right. torch. That's <laughs> right, I forgot that. And then they all fly out from Statue of Liberty's crown on their jetpacks, <laughs> and they just start tearing up Cobra to G.I. Joe. And it's uh, the greatest, most patriotic, salute your freaking shirts <laughs> crap in the world. I love it. It's so great. And uh, and even when it cycles back to the dun, 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 the Cobra theme, Cobra gets its own theme in this version. So it's sort of like a dueling thing. And it just cuts back into the G.I. Joe. And it's just, oh, it's so good. And they even throw in the G.I. Joe is the code name. Yes. It's like that, gotta have that in there. It, it's so good. Uh, the animation is phenomenal. One of my favorite parts is um, Snake Eyes flipping a dude out of his little bubble and then flipping in it and, then and piloting, it, and piloting yes. it off. Uh, I love I love Alpine hooking onto plane to plane and like, smashing planes with his grappling yes. hook, which is insane. Uh, I love Scarlet on her jetpack stopping in midair to punch a dreadnought in the face and fly <laughs> off again. Like she she has a jetpack on, but like stops midair, punches a dude and keeps going. It's like the best thing ever. Phys- physics. <laughs> it's physics. And she had to stop and punch a guy. She had to stop. Uh it's so good. I, I love that. I love it. It's just it's one of the most indulgent, beautiful things. Type in G.I. Joe, the movie, nineteen eighty seven uh, opening theme. Opening theme. It was going to get a theatrical release, but the uh, poor box office of uh, Transformers the movie. Uh, this was actually produced before Transformers the movie, but production delay or started getting produced before it, but production delays uh, didn't have it until it came out afterwards. And uh, by the time uh, Transformers released and My Little Pony the movie released, the box office were really sour, and they were just like. Eh. Just release it on TV, and that's what they did. So, it's a TV release, so it counts. Straight to video. <laughs> Straight to video, it counts. I'm putting it on there. G.I. Joe the movie, number two. And that leads us to our number one. Are there any thought that it would be on here that weren't, Brian? Uh, before I get to our number one. You know what our number one is. Everyone who's listened to this show yeah, will know what number, we'll know one, what number one is. Because uh, I've said it like a thousand times, but... Anyone, any of them that you thought was going to be on here that wasn't there? I thought you might put Visionaries on. Oh, yeah, Visionaries is pretty good. Um, yeah, yeah. Not because it's it, fantastic, but because no. of the, uh, yeah. the nostalgia for you The nostalgia I. for it, yeah, yeah. And I just wanted to mention Visionaries to just keep my quota going. The quota, quota has to stay, yeah. Yeah. The quota has to happen. Yeah. Um, I have to mention Visionaries. Another one I thought you might have put on was Mask. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I took Mask off for G.I. Joe the movie. Um, okay. I probably should have pushed it back, maybe, but then I thought of Mighty Max, so yeah. just sort of like... That's another one of those that's kind of so bad it's good, too. Yes. Because, you know, it's, it's real cheesy. And it's like, oh, great. Cheesy 80s, 80s song, but it's yeah, so great. But it's really great. Like, if I do a So Bad It's Good, it's definitely going on there, for yeah, sure. That's you know, a like, that's a really good one. Um, Striker's gonna lead the mission. <laughs> um Spectrum's got that super vision. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my mask. Go on. Oh my God. <laughs> Go on. Um, another one I thought that might make it because the theme is just infinitely better than the show is Cops. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
That that was really good. And the opening sequence is really good, too. Yeah, really well animated. It's really good. I didn't even think about that one. Yeah. 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 Because the the, the show just doesn't hold up It doesn't hold up, which is a shame, because I thought it did in my brain. Yeah. Because I remember the opening theme. I remember that show holding up, and it doesn't. It doesn't at all. I, I still love it, because nostalgia reasons, but... It's like Ninja Turtles, man. It's just like this doesn't hold up. Speaking of Ninja Turtles, yeah. the Ninja Turtles Ninja theme. Turtles, yeah. The Ninja it, Turtles theme is, is really good. Yeah. The original Turtles yeah. theme. It, it if anybody wants to put Ninja Turtles on their open on their theme, uh yes, I completely agree. Yeah. It's just not on mine because yeah. it's a personal one. But it's definitely in fact, it would probably be on there. I'd probably take off Hanna Barbera World Super Adventure <laughs> for it. But I had to have Hanna Barbera because of nostalgic reasons. Right. I had to have Hanna Barbera because I'm never going to get to talk about it. <laughs> That's the thing. Again, Rescue Rangers, Ducktales, yeah. TMNT, As you say, Gargoyles, Tailspin, Tailspin, like any of those. The Disney, the the Disney ones were fantastic. Yeah, any of great, those. I mean, deserve. But I, I look at those as more of great songs. Yes, exactly. Than than great openings. Opening Gargoyles sequences. being the exception. Bar- Gargoyles, Gargoyles is yeah, it's really has good. a really good opening and yeah. And, and, and yeah. Now, the thing about Gargoyles, though, it does have a narration over it that yes. I thought was better without it. Um, that's another yeah, one. But but it is Keith David. Yeah, that's true. And I just remembered one that I did pull off of here uh, that I was Wafu uh, took it off. I was going to yeah. say Sky Commanders. Sky Commanders, yeah. Because now, the problem with Sky Commanders, and we have the only existing, I know where it's at, it's in this house. I know exactly where it is. I need to copy it on DVD and put it on... Uh, YouTube, so it can be forever preserved. It needs to be preserved, for this sure. This never exists anymore. We have the only version of Sky Commanders without the narration over top of it. Yes, if, even if you watch... So, th- th- the, there's a... the Every version that, if you've ever seen it after the first two episodes... Two episodes aired originally. They put a narration over the theme. Yes, to help explain what's going on in the show, I and guess. And then, at the... Yeah, when they re-aired it, like on Boomerang and stuff like that. Even even yeah. originally, yeah, originally, and and but then even even nowadays when they re-air when they it on re-air, Boomerang, even if they air the first two episodes, yes, they air the theme with the with narration, the narration on it. We so. do need to upload that. Yes, desperately we, need to upload that have before the, that tape yeah. breaks. It's we, an old VHS tape that we've had since we were kids. Yes, and we have the only version of that theme. I've never seen it anywhere uh, else. I've never seen it anywhere else. I've never seen it like on a on a de- on a tape anywhere or on YouTube. We have the only version of that theme that does not have the narration, and it's so good, and it services so much better without the narration. It's, I agree. Like again, it's a bit of a complex show for a kid show or the, the yes. pl- overall plot, but they explain it every episode. That's what yes. kills me. Every episode, plays, I get like why, I get why they yeah. put it. The narration w- was big yeah. on stuff in the eighties anyway. Yeah, where they but, would put narration right, like He Man would narrate over his, yes. which is again World of Super Adventure. Like He Man's not on my theme, not on my theme list because yeah. it's a great theme. But it does have narration over top of it, and, and, the, just, and the opening's not yeah. spectacular, and it's not spectacular. No. It, but but that theme is phenomenal. Yeah. It's one of my all time favorites. The He Man theme, the Shira theme. Yeah. Now another one that see, I thought the one that you would put on here though yeah. was Brave Star. Brave Star, yeah, because Brave Star has a great opening. It does have a pretty great opening, yeah. Whereas He Man and Shira don't. They have fairly generic openings. Well, yeah, the the, the, the music's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah, music's yeah, great. Yeah, I'm talking yeah. about the the, but the, the the sequence. See, and that's where Brave Star I think uh, falters a little bit because they're not. It's not even half as good as He Man. Or Shira song wise, yes. Uh, and but I love the but opening. The, the opener is much better, yes, because that was one I thought you might put for on. it. Yeah, 
I like how it shows off his powers where he's like, like eyes of the hawk and like shoots the rope. I think it's yes. really cool. I mean, just, <laughs> just stuff like that is really cool. Um, other than that, uh, that's uh, all the runner-ups, I guess, or the reasons they weren't on here, things that should be. TMNT, I'm, I'm kind of disappointed that I didn't make on this list. But again, it's just sort of my. If I, if you, I don't know if I'd put it on my favorites. It's just really right. good. Yeah, if you put a gun to my head, I might take off Hanna Barbera and put yeah. TMNT on it. But as as for like what's best, but this is my favorite. It's my list, so I yeah. don't care. Right. Uh, but yeah. Uh, but I do like everything about the TMNT show. Opening song, it's great, phenomenal. So. Definitely on there, but the number one, and everybody knows this. Everyone, well, well, the other one that I would put on there, I, the other one I would definitely put on there, and I would put it over to the Batman movie. It's just Batman the animated series. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. That sequence is yeah. fantastic. It's great. It's still one of the best things ever. Yeah, animated. Yeah, yeah. Music's I, great. I still don't know what those guys are doing and why they hate banks so much. But yes, is it <laughs> they don't take any money. They take, they take no money. They walk they, out of a bank. The bank explodes, explodes and they, they climb up a ladder. <laughs> There's no money. Yeah, have. they're running from Batman. They climb up a ladder, and yeah. then he beats them up and leaves them for the cops. Yeah, there's. I think they're Fight Club guys. I think they're just blowing up a bank. Oh, you know what? Yeah, good call. I think they're anarchists. Fight Club guys. They're just anarchists. Like they don't even like they're just they're just trying to. They're like they're like Bane's crew. Like they're just blowing up banks. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care about the money. You know, it's like what matters is our plan. It's like, yeah, I have an idea. I have an idea. Anyway, um, but that's uh, it for our runners up. Our number one. Our top. Of all time, the greatest opening sequence, opening title sequence to an animated show. Undebatable. Undebatable Thundercats. Los Cuotos del Cosmos Gatos. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> You're going to do that every time. Every now, time since I you know. discovered that. Because habit. it's hilarious every time I watch it. Um, the theme is uh, phenomenal. Uh, not the most remarkable of all of them. I actually like. Uh, He-Man above that one, I would say, just the the theme song, like the theme yeah. song itself. I'd say I, I like above Thundercats. There's a few that I like above Thundercats. Uh, Cyber Six is a better song. Some of them on the list are a better song than Thundercats. Um, but that theme to all the animation that occurs on that theme, there is nothing that can hold a candle to that. No, nope. the only thing that comes close again is stuff in anime, like. Yeah. Attack on Titan and stuff it's, like it's, that. It's very much it, an anime type opening. And, and this is in the 80s. <laughs> like and that walk food, yeah. that's what I was going to say, right, it reminded yeah. me of. Yeah. It reminded me a lot of the Thundercats it does. theme. The way it flows through everything, yes. the way like the way Hugo runs, and then it, you see him like, like warping through the portals, yeah. you know, jumps through. It's all following him the whole and time. Intros characters. Intros each character. You see the character's weapon and come then, by. And you see the villains. Yes. You see the, the villains, villains that up. shot of all the villains. Yeah, it's just like, oh, it's so good. Like and that's what this is. Like Thundercats is just great. It, it starts I mean, I, like I, I want to just play by play it. Like it's just so good. I, I've, I've said I've said before. Whoever directed, yeah, yeah. Whoever storyboarded that is just massive. It's just a genius. I, I can't even imagine. Like it's 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 like it, it just it, it starts off with like the Thundercats symbol. Uh, you know, you see each character's head like pop up and fade away like real quick, so you get a good glimpse of everybody. You get Alino's eyes coming through the, you know, through the the, the, the eye, sword, the, the sword, the eye of Thundera doing the sight beyond sight, and then you just go into the action, and it's just boom, Thunder Tank. There's Panther, or, or boom, there's Tigra whipping around. He can turn invisible. Check that out. Boom, here comes a big tank. Who's that? It's Panthro. <laughs> He's flipping through the sky with his nunchucks. Except the British version, because nunchucks were illegal. <laughs> Just so stupid. Uh, but he's flipping through the nunchucks, he kicks, and then 
the greatest animated sequence of anything that has ever been done. I Chitara sprinting through the mutants. Sprinting through the mutants. There is no better allocation of speed <laughs> and motion and awesomeness projected onto a character than just the look of the mute because like they're looking at the camera but you get the feel they're looking at her as she's speeding through yes so it's just like it's not her point of view but they never the other thing that's amazing about that shot they never actually see her no they're behind her yeah they're, they're, behind a, step yeah, they're behind, a step behind and it's so brilliant because she's off in the distance but they're like kind of like looking behind and, and looking towards the camera as they turn and you just see her in the distance just running through him, does this super freaking triple axle whoosh 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 jump, and then she pulls out her staff. Term, right? She pulls Spins out her staff, staff, and she's got this stance, and my dad has a statue that is literally that stance on a thing, and I want it. Uh, <laughs> I, I cannot wait to, like, inherit that. Don't die, Dad. But <laughs> like, I can't wait. Like I'm, my, It's just so cool. It's, like, one of the coolest things ever, uh, followed by another great sequence that it just... That just like it's a great sequence, but it just pales in comparison to the one before it with the kids with Wiley Kit and Wiley yes. Cat swinging through, doing flippy doos with their pellets and, la- and la- dropping them on uh, uh, mutants below, and it's just really rad. And then it cuts uh, to Mumra. Then it cuts to Mumra, like freaking, uh, you know, like powering up into super undead, the mode, ever living, the ever living mode, and Lionel does a backflip and blocks his freaking thing, and then ah, oh, it's so good. I can't. I, I, it's so good. <laughs> I can't even... And it goes with the song so well. Yeah, exactly. Because the song good. builds up to crescendo multiple times. Oh, yeah. And every time it does, yeah. something, something cool happens. Something cool it's, occurs. It's, it's, like, it's beautiful. It's so good. You know, they, they actually, they actually in the, the 2011 Thundercats, there's, there's an episode. It's kind of a throwaway episode. Uh, it's just one of Mumra's, like, you know, you know how Mumra always like has like a little like that they keep that going. We're like Mumra's like I'll do this this week to try and get yes the, you know the eye of thunder. I'll hire the driller, right? Yes. I'll, I'll turn into yeah. I'll hire the driller. I'll, I'll turn into I'll turn into King Arthur and walk into the castle. Right, area. Yeah. That, that's his bit. So in this in the new version, he just possesses this giant uh, dinosaur thing that's like indestructible. It's okay. called like a chronosaur or something, and like it has like an invincible hide, and so he just like possesses this thing to go after the the Thundercats, and that's the episode. Okay, is them fighting this giant dinosaur. The whole episode is that, uh, but it can like shoot like beams out of its eyes and stuff. It's like crazy good. Uh, but while during that episode, they actually recreate as Lionos fighting it. It's got the the backflip. It's got the theme going. It's going dun 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 dun, dun and he's doing all this cool stuff. And it ends with him doing the backflip and blocking and one deflecting. Of the, it's oh. so cool. <laughs> it's like the I, I, I flipped out when I saw it because it did it to the theme, and just I was just like, oh, it's so rad. Like I just want that to be. I want that to come back so bad, and I never thought that it would happen. Uh, but I never thought Young Justice would happen either. So. I don't know. Maybe if it gets put on Netflix or somewhere, or maybe if Cartoon Network unleashes its chains, or you know what? I, I bet they might have uh, uh, signed off on it as being a failure, and they can't air it anymore, like uh, Symbiotic Titan. Right. Uh, they probably signed off on it being a tax write-off, and were just like, oh, well, can't air this anymore. So, uh, but if it if it got picked up by Netflix, that would be possible too. So, uh, but I would love to see that Thundercats show come back and then like yes. do a. Because they, they they were smart when they did that. They didn't try to recreate uh, a new one. The, the the theme was very quick. I, I kind of hate it when that that was a trend during cartoons at the time. That 
opening sequences were just like, and they were it. That was all. Yes. Like, it was just like, oh, here's a thing, you know. I was like, all right, that's kind of lame. I want an opening sequence. I want a theme. I want crescendo and, and, and character introduction and stuff like that. It's 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 fun. It's part of it, you know. Yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, that, it, and then that, that's slowly coming back, which is good, too. Right. Because that, that, that was, dur- during that time, like, the, the early naughty, or the late, the early tens, I would say, that was just all getting cut out. It was like, oh, it was just, it's cutting into time under, uh, to the show time. Right. So we're just cutting it down to like real quick, like, you know? Yeah. And it's like, that sucks. Like I, I want a whole, like, I don't care if it's like that. And they still do that on occasion with certain shows. I noticed Rick and Morty, uh, season three premiere on April Fool's. Yeah. It didn't have the full theme. It just, right. Went, and that was it. Yeah. And uh, that was the end of it. So that could have been just for that though. Yeah. That's what I mean. It was just, yeah. They, Cause it was a longer episode. They wanted to make sure they right. got more bang for their buck. So, and there are certain episodes in season two that do that too. They don't go through the full theme, but occasionally it will have the full theme on it. That's a really good opener as well. So uh, I like the. It's a real creepy theme. It's uh, you know it, it's kind of lighthearted, but also kind of dark. It really matches the tone of the show. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know, but Thundercats is the best. Uh, it's the greatest one ever. You should watch it. You should appreciate it. Uh, there's even a magazine that I get. Uh, that's an '80s cartoon magazine. Uh, and the name of it escapes me at this moment, but Serial, uh, Serial Magazine, Morning Serial Magazine. Uh, and it basically has a segment that says, that breaks down opening sequences of uh, of, uh, of shows. Sure. And I have the Thundercats one where it breaks down the Thundercats uh, oh, nice. opening. And it's, it's, it's a really cool little thing where they break down every scene and every little storyboard for it. It's just super rad. I love it. And uh, everyone should watch it and... Of course, watch old Thundercats. Watch the new one. I don't care. It's, it's <laughs> so like, watch all of it. Go back and listen to our 100th episode. Uh, for Thunder, we, for me, we, Brandon, and Kevlin. Kevlin talk about Thundercats. Talk about Thundercats. One of my all-time favorite shows from my, from my, my favorite show from my childhood. My right. favorite childhood show of all time, uh, Thundercats. So definitely uh, go check that out. Go check out the theme. Check out my other episodes. Check out my podcasts. Check out my videos that are coming out, maybe, sometime Maybe, soon. when I get around to this. Uh, check out that video I made with Kevlin, eventually, whenever I make it. Uh, maybe it's out now that you're listening to this. I don't know. Um, but that's it for this episode of Video, of I, video Truck Podcast. That's not what this is. Sorry, go ahead. I have another um, uh, one that oh, I, yeah? I meant to mention earlier, and I, it somehow mm-hmm. slipped my mind, and I sure. can't believe it did. Uh, Batman Beyond. Oh, yeah! Batman Beyond is super just dope. Yeah. throw that one on I, there? I always forget about that one because I always like just kind of supplement it with... I always want to be like, well, I only want to pick one from the Timbers, right? right? Uh, because they're all really good. It's like yeah. when, when I do the anime one, I'm only going to pick one Attack on Titan opener. Right, <laughs> or I might just say all three of them as as a, as a together because they're all amazing. But I might just pick one of them because I don't want it to eat up the whole list. Yeah, that, uh, but yeah, Batman Beyond. That one night, of the, one of the best things yeah. about Batman Beyond was the music selection. The soundtrack was and great. The soundtrack was great, and yeah. and it was it was uh, different from anything else. It was that was on TV. They took distinct uh, inspiration from Nine Inch Nails. Uh, yeah, a lot of te- a lot of a lot uh, of industrial, a lot of industrial techno, and, and uh, yeah. Uh, with the with orchestral stuff attached to it as well, yeah, but like, but a lot of the the kind of crunching nineties yeah. e chords, yes, know? exactly, yeah, exactly, um, yeah, that yeah. they they threw in there. It was yeah, it was a lot of heavy metal, like a lot of, a lot of like heavy construction metal sound effects going. Well, it's on. a lot of the in, like, yeah, a lot of the yeah. industrial metal that yeah. was that was big, like like you said, nine inch nails that that yeah. type of style, and it was exactly. intentionally done that yes, way, exactly, and uh, yeah, specifically inspired by that. So. Yeah, and it was uh, yeah. 
really, really great job yeah. by yeah, uh, Lolita Raminus, yeah. who's the one who did, yeah. who did all the music yeah. for that. Yes. Because they were going to get someone else. Yeah, yeah. Because she did all the music for Batman, Batman and Superman yeah. and all that stuff. And they were going to get someone else, but and she said, like, do you, are you able to do this? Like, yeah, and she said, know. well, let me, let me put something together for right. you. Yeah, and she exactly. did, and it was amazing. Yeah, so, it was yeah. So, and that's what they did, and it was awesome, and it set a whole big good tone for Batman Beyond, and uh, that's a show that never should have worked that did. <laughs> I remember when they announced it, and I thought it was the stupidest, the stupidest idea, idea I've ever. ever heard in my life. It's the worst idea. And then when, I watched the first episode, and I was hooked. Yeah. When and they, then, <laughs> and then I was super hooked when Freeze showed up. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like the, the like they were they were thought it was the dumbest idea ever when it was pitched to them by the studio. <laughs> like, can you do a teenage Batman? They were like, no, <laughs> no. We Why would we do that? We that's can't stupid. do that. They're like, well, you're doing a teenage Batman. They're like, crap. <laughs> well, I guess we're doing a teenage Batman then. Uh, it really yeah. made it work. It was really good. Uh, but that's it, guys, for this episode of the Animation Destination Podcast. Uh, we actually made it an hour. It's amazing. I'm kind of shocked we did that with only, a, with only a top ten to talk about something that's only visually uh, right <laughs> like ability. So good, good, good job, us. We did it. Uh, but yeah, Animation Destination Podcast. Brian, thanks for being on. As always, it's always good no problem. Out. It's always good. Happy to, to be here. Yep. I'll um, be your bailout forever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's like, <laughs> looking at you, Mitch. Looking at you, Mitch and Hunter. You failed me. Yes, you failed me today. I want you to know that you don't listen to this podcast, so it doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, Stephen, you listen. You failed me, Stephen. Even though I didn't call you, so <laughs> wow, <laughs> you failed me. I just wanted to say to somebody that I don't listen to the freaking podcast. Anyway, uh, so this has been the Animation Destination Podcast. You can check us out on Animation Destination on Facebook, AnimationDestination.com, DestinationComics.com is where this and all the DNN shows are, and on Twitter, at AnimationPod. That's the best way to get in touch with us, because this episode came out late, came out a day late. That's happened to me twice so far in the past, like, three weeks. Yeah, because it's St. Louis. It's St. Louis and a bunch <laughs> of other we, stuff. We were on vacation. Uh, my cat's been sick, so it's been crazy. So, uh, but I've managed to get it out, uh, so every week, so I'm super happy about that. Haven't missed a week yet since I started this weekly schedule, uh, and I'm starting to go mad. Uh, but no, um, <laughs> but that's it, uh, for this episode. Next week, the countdown to Korra continues with Korra Book 3, Season 3, Balance. So, look forward to that, uh, guys. That's it for this episode. Uh, so, come back next week, stay tuned. Thank you for listening, DNN.